it's Mirade or that African butterfly. And it's your girl AP at APY blog. And welcome to another episode of More Than My Size, where Alicia and I get together and just talk about life. Hey, and so Alicia, I'm going to let you talk about today's topic because you want to talk about today's topic. I do. In fact, I do. So I've been thinking a lot about um, people and our comfort or discomfort with being in front of the camera. Um, it's so funny, right before this, you mentioned about the inverted like filter being used on TikTok and people like freaking out because when they're looking at selfie mode, it's like they see themselves a certain way, but when you mm -hmm. see it, it's how other people see you. And it's resulted in a lot of people feeling like, oh, this isn't my angle. Like I gotta turn my head this way, that way. And there's been a few challenges where it's like, turn to the side and do A, B, and C. And some people are not necessarily comfortable with their side profile. There was a challenge where um, it was like, turn to the side and see if you have perfect symmetry, such and such, whatever. And as it turns out, like there's a few people who did not have perfect symmetry, but also like this thing where like white folks are like, I'm beginning to think that African standards, like the side profile is like the standard of beauty because from the side, it just looks really gorgeous, honestly. So it just got me to thinking about angles and how we feel and how we photograph. And then there was like a challenge where it was like, put your camera down underneath you and then like lean over and see how you look on top. Of course, you know, I did it because I wanted to see it. I was like, oh, exactly. By um, the way, if you guys are wondering why I'm making all of these faces, <laughs> Is because she is literally calling out the like the every challenge that I'm like, Ugh. well, no, not just you. You are not the only one. There are people who have literally stitched other people's videos and been like, I can't do this because like I won't. And then they'll do like a really quick second of it. And of course, it looks extremely opposite of the person that they stitched. But I'm like, you're comparing apples to oranges. Like you are not that person, and it's okay. Like you don't have to look like they look. But right. it got me thinking about comfort and being able to because you said something when we were having our conversation the other day and you were just like uh you're forgetting this has been progress and you proceeded to like tell me okay okay so like I just want to delve into that like how do we get how do we progress over the steps you took to get comfortable because some people look at me and they feel like oh my god you've been comfortable for so long and I have been but I have to remember there was a time that I was not and it took some time for me to get there. So like, how do you feel about profiles? How do you feel about these challenges? And how do you feel about making the progress so that you can arrive at this ultimate place of comfort? Yeah, so I have been on this journey of self-love and it really, really is a journey. That's why I started doing self-love Sundays to let people know and to let them realize that it's like something you have to do and practice right. all the time. And yeah, so Alicia did this video and he had to like turn to the side. And I was like, ugh, because we had just talked a few days ago or weeks ago about how I hate my side profile. Like I'm getting to love my face. Like I love, like I think I'm pretty, I think I'm cute, I'm whatever. Yeah. I just don't like how chunky my face is right now. I feel like it takes away from my features. And it's not to say that like, oh, because my face is bad, I'm less attractive. But like for me, some of the things that are my favorite features right now because naturally of fat are like hidden. Like you can't see my jawline or my shape. Like you kind of can, 
but like I also know what I look like when my face is a little smaller like my eyes open up on my face and it looks a little bigger my lips look a little bit bigger because there's less cheek I just personally like those things about my face which happens when it's smaller so when it's bigger I'm like like not that I don't think I'm unattractive I think I'm so obviously I think I'm still cute I'm still all over Instagram and TikTok so I think I'm still cute I just think I'm cuter smaller and the side profile thing like I've for some reason just never loved it um and I think like you said apples to oranges it's because normally when you see a side profile it's like this beautiful jawline and neck and I've got none of that um so it's really just me trying to get on a journey of accepting and me liking it because I think we've talked about it before when we talked about opinions and stuff like that like other opinion other people's opinions don't matter your opinion of yourself matters and how you feel about yourself so it's trying to get me to love other angles of my face like even recently I've just because you get used to doing selfie mode like you said like you're tilted up you're looking cute that's what you know but that's not how people see you so I've been trying to put the camera in front of my face or even lower sometimes more just to get used to it and I am getting used to it better which is good because before I'd be like ooh. Um, So it's like I was telling you in our conversation, it's a journey. I'm on a journey and it's, it's coming along. It takes affirmations. It takes looking at myself and being okay with it. Um, And one day you just, you just got to keep doing it. And one day you get there. That's, it's not scientific, but that's really just what happens. I definitely agree. Um, You made a really, you kind of made a point that got popping in my head when you were saying how when you take selfies, you take pictures, you know, in the best light that you see. And I'm like, if you ever want to know how somebody else sees you, let them take a picture of you because you'll see through their eyes, how they view you, how they frame you. And it makes me think about when I was younger. So we didn't have these snazzy camera phones. We had, you know, the Kodak disposable cameras. And I used to, I remember like we used to photograph everything. Like that's how we were. Like, if you think these kids yeah. are bad with their phones, I'm like, nah, because we were just right. bad. We just had like we had to just we just had to wait for it to develop. Right. So we took pictures of everything, like wherever we went, movies, mall, hanging out, whatever. And I remember my brother has a photo album of like pictures of me like throughout my earlier teen years, like 14, 15, before I like I really came into myself. And I hate every picture. I hated every, well, back then I hated every picture. I hated every picture because I felt like the person took this picture, they didn't like capture the cute part of me because in my mind, there's cute parts of me, not like, oh, you are cute, but like, I'm cute if I do this or if I, and I definitely would try to do things to like slim myself out or what I slim myself out in a picture. Like that just means holding it in really hard and hoping you don't pass out from <laughs> lack of oxygen right. to the brain <laughs> and just like, make like two inch difference yeah I often tried to shrink into pictures like stand in between like two of my taller guy friends because mm-hmm. my girlfriends the ones that were my height they were slender the girls that were not my height were shorter but they were like very shapely and I just felt like bulky and in between so I would kind of like try to like tetris myself in between everybody so that yeah you saw a sliver of me. And when I really was thinking about like how long it took me now, it took some extreme measures for me. We won't talk about that. Well, it got me to just being like, well, you know, I did the whole fetish model thing. So at that point, yeah, it yeah. Was like, 
doesn't matter now. This way, like you can photograph me any which way at this way, and I would just be like, eh. Yeah. But it really made me think about the work it took when you said that to like get to that place of comfort. And when you were talking about affirmations, I know this sounds corny, but when I was about 13, I just started like I had read this Judy Bloom book. And when they were like, we must, we must, we must increase our bus or whatever. They were like doing their mantra because they wanted to grow their boobs. Like I kind of picked up on that and just started telling myself in the mirror, like, you're beautiful. You're pretty. It was awkward at first. I did not believe it. I could barely look in the mirror. Yeah. But I did that for years. It probably took till I was about 16 before I really felt that way. So that was three years of me just feeling like, okay, with my face. Right. Not even the body part. Right. <laughs> the body. Yeah. And that's how I started getting okay with my face and then slowly moving to the body. And I still have like moments of like, ugh, and it's still not always comfortable for me. But um, you have to push through your comfort zone. You know, like you have to be okay being uncomfortable to get the end result of like anything you want in this life, honestly. Um, and whether it's the physical uncomfortableness of doing certain things or the mental uncomfortableness of just like sitting and looking at yourself and telling yourself you are beautiful and you are pretty. Even if you don't see it, making a point of doing it day after day after day and you start to really believe it. And you know what, you know what, I do look cute today or I am pretty today. And then after a while, you just think that you are that. So like, what was your, okay. So I guess it's like a, a trifold question because I know you've been at varying sizes throughout your life. You've shown me pictures of you smaller. I've known you larger, excuse me, whatever. Were there stages for you at each stage to have to like learn to get comfortable in your body as it was because it changed or, you know, whether it was from bigger to smaller or smaller to bigger. I know you had gone through a weight loss journey before you lost like 70 pounds or something like that. Like, was it a shift for you even then to be like, oh, now my body's changed or it looks different. Like I have to carry myself differently. I have to angle myself differently. Was there any discomfort there? Um, no, I loved getting smaller. Like things deflated, but I was loved getting into my cuter clothes again. So, and I loved like moving again. And that's really what I think about now as far as like getting smaller um, is uh, just like being able to move more with comfort and stuff. Um, as far as, getting comfortable in different oh you know what that reminded me because I was trying to think of what I had thought about for my Thursday thought this week and I forgot but now I remembered it's okay I'll tell you guys um so what I was thinking about and I like that you asked the question about like you know like did I get comfortable or at what point did I get comfortable at each size and the truth was I never did like this is really the first time in my life ironically at the biggest I've ever been that I've really actually been like, I love me, or I'm making the point of trying to love me. And the reason why is because for most of my life, I didn't think I was that cute. Like, even if I saw pictures, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty, but like, whatever. Like, I just didn't really believe it. But then what would happen is when I got in my 20s, I was looking at pictures of me in my teens being like, you were gorgeous. What was wrong with you? How did you not realize that? Now look at you this much bigger you wasted your time of beauty. Well, right. then I got to like my late twenties and I'm looking at pictures of my early twenties, like you were beautiful. I can't believe you spent all that time wasting, not like taking advantage of the fact that you were gorgeous. Now look at you. So then I like hit my thirties. And again, I'm like looking at pictures, from my mid twenties, like, oh, are you kidding me? And so at that point I'm like, okay, pump the brakes. At every stage, 
yes, you are gaining weight, but at every stage, you are looking back and thinking of how you wasted those years of that beauty, thinking you were unattractive. Now in hindsight, you're looking back thinking, I was so beautiful and I just wasn't taking advantage and acknowledging it. So A, you're acknowledging that somewhere in your mind, you do think you're beautiful because when you look back, you think you're beautiful. And then B, why are you wasting these years knowing like as much as you each time hope that you're not gonna get bigger and blah, 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 you are. So acknowledge that no matter what happens with your body, whether you get hopefully not bigger, but you never know what happens or whether you stick to it and get smaller, acknowledge that you need to love yourself as you are right now, because there's a chance, even if my size doesn't change, five years from now, I'll look five years older and look back at myself and be like, you were so beautiful five years ago. And like, why constantly look back and think, oh, I was beautiful. Why didn't I take advantage of it? When I could focus on acknowledging that I am beautiful now in this moment now and live the truth of I am beautiful. So that's when I really started like doing my affirmations and really started working on like finding a way to love me, even as much as I don't love every part of me, all the roles, all the uncomfortableness, but it's still finding the beauty within me and the love for me. So that way I, five years from now, don't have another repeat of like, oh, the wasted years, you know? Cause that's my big thing with like life in general is just not having that regret, coulda, shoulda, woulda. And that's really where I live my life from with the things that I do. So I wanted to make sure I incorporated that into my, my, my beauty, how I feel about myself, even though it sounds like vain and beautiful, but it really is like just my self-love. Gotcha. That was a long answer to your question. All good. I'm here for it. You really like, honestly, pretty much summed up how I feel. Um, so being at the various stages of my life, like I said, like I did all these affirmations, but despite doing those affirmations and getting, you know, somewhere with how I felt about myself growing some comfort, every time I kind of like mastered one area, something in my life shifted or I was then struggling to transition to the next step. So like it took me to about 16, 17, right? So like really feel like, oh, I'm really cute. Like in the face, I feel pretty, whatever. And that year, like between 16, well, 17 really is when I started to like invest in dressing differently, like more, like less hiding my body like I did, right? And then trying to get comfortable. And I still have like a strict, I'll keep my cardigan or my hoodie on over my arms because I don't want my, my arms are too big. Now look at them. But um, I like during that season, like when I had gotten absolutely comfortable by the end of that summer, I was pregnant. So then it was, okay, hormonal changes come all of a sudden, although I was always chunky, now I had belly. Like there's a whole entire baby growing. And I remember my sister like, took this picture of me standing in front of my mom's door. I had like these super long nails and like my hand was clutching my stomach. And it was like around the time my stomach like really had popped out. And I cried because I saw stretch marks and Mm. I could not look at those pictures for years after giving birth. Like after I had her, I went back to like, covering like not caring about how I dress and part of that was postpartum depression obviously and trying to raise a baby I just did not I didn't feel like cute anymore and my body had changed I had to work through that and by the time I had worked through like oh you have a mommy body now by the time I had worked through that I was on to like another stage in my life and things were changing again and so I was never in that place where I was like super comfortable 
like you, I started looking back at things and then like my friends from high school like post pictures of me and I'll be like, Daddy, what's my baddie? I was getting out here in these stilettos for five hours at a house party. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my God. And even as I got older and when I around the time like I met my husband and we had gotten pregnant maybe like a year after or whatever, I was that was the first time I had broken like the 300 like mark. And that was like this depressing era of life because Lord knows I wouldn't know I was going to be 400 and some change in the future. But I was so depressed again. And I was like, oh, and I couldn't get comfortable with my body. Like I had my son and like my breasts were so huge. They didn't fit into anything. And I just went through those stages. Like it was a repetitive cycle. It was not until everything like fell apart when my hip went on me. And then I started going through the health issues when I moved down here that I decided like, I do not want to spend however many years I've got to deal with this stuff, hating myself and not liking my body. And now I realized that I had gained weight. I just didn't know how much. And that was before like I stepped on a scale. Once I actually knew it was like, I could cry about this, which I did. Right. Or you can like do it gracefully. Is that something going on? Yes. Can we pause it for a second? Sure. Yeah. Hi. Um, but it took me like a really long time to like adjust. So by the time I got to like this really large size, like I just don't want to cry about it the entire time. Like right. I know I got work to do. I know I like I had to like compartmentalize it. It was like first I need to handle the health stuff. Like I gotta figure out what's wrong with me. And then I have to address this. And it was like these steps. And it's been about four or five years now. But throughout this whole entire time, I'm like, I'm determined to do what I need to do to feel fly. However, that means to me, I don't tell other people how it should be for them, but that's why like getting dressed is important to me. Like how I style myself, what I wear, makeup, if I do or don't wear it, skincare, the whole nine yards. So it's to the point that I was looking back, like one of my followers sent me a before and after picture of myself, right? And she's like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? And as I'm looking at the picture, I'm kind of not paying attention to the before and after. I'm just like... First of all, I didn't realize how big I really was. You know, I mean, I knew the number on the scale, but you know, when you're in it at the moment, you don't see it. And I realized like, oh man, my face was like super chunkier back then. Like I had none of this going on. It was like, I was really bloated. Yeah, your face has definitely gone down a lot too. um, And the time that I've known you, maybe that's also why I'm triggered. (laughs) Don't be triggered. And I'm just like, I was going to ask, do you think it's like part of a defense mechanism? Because I know like for me, um, no matter what size I was, especially like as I grew, I definitely made sure that I looked cute because it was like, well, no matter what they have to say about my size, one thing they can't say is that I don't look cute, that I'm not dressed cute, that I'm, you know what I mean? So it was like a defense mechanism almost from your like a guard, like a level of guard up that I- It was definitely like that for me. But at this point, like in the last few years, it was less about them and it was about me. Like I wanted to feel good. Um, and I think what really helped was that my husband did not care one way or another. Like I could have dressed in a t-shirt and boxes the rest of my life and he would have been happy. And like, I didn't have to do the changes or make the changes I did, but it was really good for me. And so when I look back at those pictures, I don't look back and I'm not like, Ooh, she's so fat. I'm like, this was fly. Like, you know, it, it is what it is, even at that size. So when people... It's like about when I, oh, you know, I don't have any judgments about before or after pictures, but 
my issue with before and after pictures, I feel like people find the worst fat picture they could find. Like when yes. they're like laid out after eating a meal or like they're at their worst, most depressed moment. And I'm like, you, you had no joyful moments. You well, had no pictures you. where you were cute. Like, I don't want to be that person. So like for sure, <laughs> I want to look back and be like, yes, that outfit was cute or that makeup yeah. was cute. It's like, I'm more mad about my old brows than I am about my size or ever will be like. Right. No. Did you, um, I think I told you about the uh, influencer who blocked me, right? I think no. I told you, but I can't remember if I talked about it on the show. No. I didn't. So there was an influencer, she does makeup, and I think she's beautiful. Um, she always posts like, I mean, some people, Alicia doesn't really love her because she thinks she photoshops too much. But um, mm. I don't know, I think she's beautiful. So anyways, so she's pretty. She, started losing weight and mind you on her actual page she only ever posts pictures of herself looking beautiful full face of makeup looking gorgeous which is fine that's her brand I love it but when she started losing weight she would purposely post like the most un well this is why she, she hated me because I said unflattering but like that to me was the best word for it and so I left a comment and I really wasn't trying to be mean I was like hey, I think you're absolutely beautiful. Um, why do you purposely put unflattering pictures of yourself for the before picture? And, you know, and she'll put like, uh, like a no makeup, in sweats, looking however, next to a picture of her looking gorgeous, done up, blah, 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 after having lost weight. And I'm like, you have a ton of pictures of you gorgeous, done up at your before size because you were still doing, I didn't say this part, but you know what I mean? Like, she was still doing yeah. the influencer thing when she was that size mm -hmm. and she's doing it now. So why would you not put like a beautiful picture of you then with a beautiful picture of you now? Like, why would you purposely post? And she got mad at me. She's like, oh, like she responded. She's like, oh, you think that it's unflattering? It's so hard for me to post these pictures anyways. And just to have people tell me that it's unflattering, um, you're going to be blocked. And I really wasn't trying to be mean. I went in her DMs and I was like, listen, I wasn't trying to be mean. You know, I think you're gorgeous. I even said on the post, you're gorgeous. But don't get mad at me for saying you posting an unflattering picture when you know full well when you were that side, you would have never posted that picture on your page. If you would have never posted that picture on your page at that size, but you post a ton of other pictures, then don't use that picture as your before picture now to show your weight loss. Or if you're going to do it, don't be surprised when people say something. And I was being polite. Anyways. Well, y'all, I'm not going to say her name on this show, but if you ever want to go scan my blog at apyoungblog.com and just in the search bar put the you great Photoshop her? debate. Oh, yeah, yeah. The that's great right. Photoshop debate. Again, the great Photoshop debate. There <laughs> is that woman in that article. If you ever want to check it out and see what she's talking about. Um, But yeah. I think that that's frustrating to see. And I can't, I mean, I cannot tell anybody how they should feel at the larger size. I know that's a personal thing. So maybe you didn't feel that way and it presents in your pictures. But for me, I feel like as much as I was unhappy, it was less about the weight and more to do with what was going on with my body at the time. Um, so once I started to feel relief, from like my ailments like I just started to feel better and the more I felt better the more I could put effort in myself and that doesn't mean that I didn't have a lot of flare-up days yeah I did I had to learn how to eat for my condition all sorts of stuff but through 
even on my spoony days, like I didn't forget to self-care. I didn't forget to speak kind words into my body and show it a lot of grace. And I think that's what made it easier. So when I look back at those pictures, if I ever have a sad moment about it, it's because I know like this day I was like holding all the pain in and I was like, like TCF 2018, like as much as I appreciate that it was like a huge moment for my public speaking career. At the same time, I have a lot of ill memories attached to it because of the pain it was when I look at the pictures I definitely think I look pretty I think I look fly but I remember what I felt like when I was flaring on that so when yeah. I see people post those pictures I'm just like it's like you're trying to feed into the stereotype that you can't feel beautiful large and I don't like that you don't have to love being large right I believe that is everybody's right to feel how they feel about their body whatever stage it's in but you're not ugly because of your size. And like, even like the ugly, whole but it's not going to be because you're fat. Right. Well, and even like the whole unflattering before picture, like there are people who, because of their size, don't take a lot of pictures or aren't looking cute or whatever. And they might post a before and after picture where like they look, you know, before and now. And that's fine. I would never go to someone and be like, oh, your before picture is unflattering. My issue is when you, at that size have an entire Instagram page right pictures of you looking beautiful and you purposely and you're purposely because it's and to me that's like that comparing size. apples and, and that's right that's my issue with it not because of size either but because you know like your most decked out you know flawless look yeah or even all natural where, everybody is beautiful in their own way yeah but it's not the same. If I were to roll out of bed and then put a picture next to myself all glammed up, like, you're going to be like, sis, yeah. calm down with the cap. Right. Old girl, to me personally, I feel like she's full of cap anyway. Um, I, yeah, I know you do. saw her in person and, you know, attitude was on Hollywood. I mean, the, the unfortunate part about her, and I don't want this to go into a yeah. thing where it seems like we're bashing anyone, is like, I do really think she's so beautiful. And she's I remember beautiful. like seeing the page, seeing her page, I remember like, oh, she's really beautiful. But then I saw her on a live and I was like, she is actually like beautiful. And the reason why I was like shocked to that level was because like you you can tell her pictures on her page are very photoshopped. But that but, was like, my point. When I saw article. her for real, I'm like, wait, you're actually so beautiful. You don't need that. Like it's actually shocking that you even bother with that because you're so beautiful. And that was my thing. Like in the article, it wasn't a personal attack against her. I did comment on her response to when people were calling her out about it. I did comment to that, but I thought she was gorgeous. Um, And I saw her unphotoshopped picture that was up against the photoshopped one. It was the Getty image or something. And so there were like little nuances, like her angles were ashy. Um, and like her under, it was like a lot of flashback, which can happen under freaking paparazzi lights, right? With makeup yeah. on. I don't care how flawless that finishes. Sometimes flashback is going to happen. Um, right. So it wasn't like, and I guess, you know, as a makeup artist, you don't want it to be your unflattering shot is your makeup. Yeah. I get that. And then, so I'm like, clean up with makeup, totally fine, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't do it because I want people to see like the real deal raw version of what they're getting at the end. And it also makes me feel better. Like knowing like I have a real time chain of like, Oh, this is how you've progressed. So, but I do know a lot of beauty influencers do do the 
photo tuning or whatever but then it was like she shaved her body down gave it more shape made it slimmer and all those things and I'm like but people saw you in real life yeah is that not so maybe like, I was wrong maybe she doesn't maybe she didn't have pictures of herself on from her page at that size if she was shaving her figure maybe that's why right well if the videos don't lie videos don't lie so like I actually went to her YouTube when she was like chubbier or whatever still was gorgeous I promise you still was gorgeous like and to me uh, and I know everybody has their own feelings about how big they are how or how not big they are but she wasn't like a big john to me like I didn't look at her and be like hey Bertha come join me like on my <laughs> well, team like she went, because we're extended sizes right like, everybody looks small to me. <laughs> small. yeah like besides I remember like I'll see people like complaining about their weight now I'm like you're maybe 20 pounds over like, right but I remember when I was that size I was like oh my goodness you know exactly so I didn't even knock that but so when I saw how much photoshopping she had done, and the other issue was that she had, um, she, as many influencers do when they get on the weight loss journey, sometimes they will partner with brands. And it was like a Tommy Time T, one of those, one of those things. And basically she was talking about all the weight she lost on it, but people were calling out, like, it's not weight loss if you are photoshopping it. Yeah. So that's where I like delved into that article. Like, is there this pressure? Do you feel like there's this pressure as being on social media, whether you're in influencer space or not, to like have your most manicured, you know, like version of yourself. And I'm just like, I wonder if that pressure is subliminal at this point. We don't even realize that it's happening. So we care about, I have seen more reels and TikToks from the plus community, from influencers, teaching us how to pose when you are plus size. And I'm just like, what? Like, and it's like, do this, extend, elongate. And I'm like, but I don't have long slender neck. Yeah. I just look real weird. I just look, (laughs) (laughs) I just, why can't I just stand, you know, and snap a photo like Slender Becky would or whomever. And the fact that it's coming from within the plus community, sometimes it's disappointing because it's like, this is why plus body positive fat acceptance all those things are not one and the same because right. you can be plus size and be in the plus community and decide that photograph there are a lot of slender people who are not body positive like right. there are a lot of and like okay. go plus size but do everything they can to look as slim as possible right and be as slim as possible and like let get people to accept their chunky body while they clearly cannot accepted and like if you weren't trying to preach to me about those things but you I would appreciate it more if you just told me I'm uncomfortable in my body and I'm struggling right. and I'm learning because I can relate to that exactly like, I don't yeah. need you to be my body positive guru like I'm good I'm not looking yeah I don't want you to that. say like oh love yourself plus size and then proceed to tell me how to look as slim as possible and how to do blah blah, blah. like but I'd rather the expectation is that we all feel that way because I can't even tell you, it's like a running joke between me and my girlfriend about the shapewear question that comes to my page almost anytime I wear something form-fitting. The first thing in the comments or in my DMs, some people are just like, I don't want to be rude on your comments, but what kind of shapewear are you wearing? It looks great, you know? And I'm like, when I tell them I don't wear shapewear and I have explained why I don't like shapewear and why I don't wear it, 
with weight loss, I've actually been considering it because things are actually, I was, I was just about to ask you because that is the one thing like, um, and like from when I lost like the 70 pounds is that things, because when you're expanding for the most you're like stuffed sausage like things are still firm bigger mm. but firm but when you start losing and that's why my arms are as awful as I am now like it deflates and, and that's the thing like you almost need the shapewear just to be comfortable not because you don't like your size but because I'm not, I'm not deflate. so I don't like it and I you know I thought about it I was having a conversation with my girlfriend she's a brand ambassador for FBS body shapers and wear underwear um shapewear and all that stuff and so she was giving me like the science on shapewear because I really don't get it like if I have to be uncomfortable to look a certain way in a dress like I'm just not gonna buy the dress right. or I'm gonna buy the dress in my size so I don't have to squeeze into it does that make sense yeah so, well it's because we're so conditioned to like don't show belly and don't show that like it's, no, I will say that people, like, it that took me forever to get comfortable yeah. with my my visible belly line like that's only happened with literally within the last year and a half right. um but I will say this like when I have those conversations with women I'm like I'm not into shapewear and I explain why they think I'm lying they will right. so one girl was like if you just, if you don't want to tell me just say that I was not, and she was like, can I saw a picture of it? I said, I did a blog article on the two pieces of shapewear I bought and tried and didn't yeah. like. And I shared it because I knew that there was going to be somebody who wanted to wear shapewear. But I'm like, if you read the article, you would know. I said, my final decision was I didn't like it. Yeah. And I told one woman, like, she was like, oh, I love that dress on you, but I could never. And I'm like, but you could, if you could wrap your mind around doing it. I'm like, but it really does take a lot to get there. I mean, it does. Like, and that's what I was telling her. It was not yeah. overnight. I'm like, but I was also the one who I just won't put it on if I don't feel like it looks yeah. good on me. I don't understand this pressure, I guess, for everybody to feel like they are a slender fat or a thick fat or an appropriate, you know, like you have to. But it's not even just that because I, you know, you see it on the slender side of things too. Like there are people who are, have amazing bodies who are just like, have a little bit of belly or a little bit of extra fat. And that thing that we're drilled into our heads about having like perfect body or being, having smooth lines and everything be like right and tight that you have like people who are even smaller who should be just living their happy, tiny bit of jiggle life are, you know, sucking it in with shapewear to get into yeah. like the next size smaller because that's just how we're conditioned, we're conditioned and until you really make the, the effort thing. to but not think, that way. I think that's what I do appreciate about having been able to be at my largest. Yeah, definitely. You, I think you learn differently. And I, I don't know if that makes sense, but like you, you have to. So now- mm -hmm. It, the awkward thing I'm in right now is that I got so used to and so comfortable being my confident self at 500 pounds that now that I've dropped some weight and I see things shifting because like you said the sagging things I'm not to the point where I want shapewear yet but I did really consider it the other day like I had a whole moment just staring in the bathroom like <sighs> like I had a belly button before and now it's like hiding underneath this the thing beginning to sag around it yeah I'm having that moment where I am no longer as 100% confident as I was 50 pounds. You know what I mean? And that's but I mean, at least you're open and honest with that because that is a part of it. People, and that's why people need to be honest about their weight loss journeys. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. And yeah, it's great, but A, it's still hard sometimes. And then B, there's parts of it 
like you said, where you're going to start not liking your body because of the weight loss. And how do you get through that mentally when the thing that you want is happening, but it's also making you really upset and sad? Yep. And that's really, I was already conflicted about weight loss anyway. Uh, and that's been my entire life. Like I have, this is like my third attempt at weight loss surgery. That's how I'm, uncommitted I've been this is the farthest I've ever gone because yeah there is still something about it that bothers me I cannot put my finger on it it did not it does not matter how many times I've been told I needed it how it was going to save my life how it was going to add years onto my life you see how long it took me the first time they tried was in 2010 it's 2021 <laughs> like that's yeah. how much I struggle with that whole concept of weight loss surgery. So as much as it may be what people want or some people desire, or maybe some people have a disdain for it, it's not some decision I just made off the top of my head and took it very lightly. Like it's still something that I don't know that I'm hundred percent going to go through with it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, there's so many nuances to weight loss and, and body positivity and body confidence and things like that. And I wish people could be more honest about that stuff. Like, well, yeah. And you know, I did also want to um, mention that you talked, oh wait, and then I just, I just came to me and then I just lost the, the thought, oh, about being um, larger and it changing the way you think. Um, it's definitely one of those things, especially because what I think and what I try to do a lot is be, is to let people know that they're not, you know, alone or the only ones going through that stuff. But like, there's definitely a side of me that knows that had I been, like, had I grown up where I grew up and had I been in a more conventional body or more conventionally beautiful, like there's nothing that probably would have pushed me to have my level of self-love and level of um, self-confidence. Like I would still have a little bit but I think I would be like a lot of people are where theirs comes from how they compare to other people. Like if I'm cute compared to other people or if I'm this or if I'm bad and I probably wouldn't have the level of compassion as well for, you know, people that are so much bigger, especially me. Um, and it's, it's part of why I have had an issue with the thought of weight loss surgery because I am so for the most part mentally strong that like when I decide I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do something. Um, I think I was even talking to you the other day, like I've literally reinvented myself and created a whole new career for myself within the past like four years. Um, and my weight is really like the, the one area where it's like, why can't I just, you know, stick to it. But having that one area allows me compassion when I talk to people in other areas of their life that can't stick to stuff. Because otherwise I'd be like, just make up your mind to do it and do it. And you see people who don't have that compassion and I kind of get where they're coming from because the way I can do that with every other aspect of my life I have trouble doing it with my weight loss aspect but I can put that thinking into other aspects absolutely you can apply it and like you you have no choice but at some point to either let yourself be miserable about your size or to find a way to love yourself no matter what and then go from there and I think that's what I really wish more people understood about loving oneself and what that means. Everybody thinks it means you have to like every aspect of your body. You do not, like you do not. And that's larger or smaller. Like 
I would be lying if I said every moment of my life was like, oh, I feel so good about myself. Like, no, there's been a lot of lows. There's been a lot of negative places, but I do feel like getting older has definitely put a kibosh on like me really caring about other people's opinions. So at this point, it's all on me. I care about my husband's opinion, but when it comes to other people's, I'm just like, Man, the stories these bones could tell you, I don't even have time to argue with right. you. Like about I mean, people's opinion is a whole nother conversation and maybe a topic we should pick up another day because people really let the opinions of other people rule their lives. And half of the time, those people don't have their stuff together. And you're busy worrying about like how you're doing compared to them. There's a quote that I like, which is, you know, um, the grass isn't greener on the other side it's green where you water it, water it yeah. but I also say like with social media sometimes the grass is green on the other side because it's fake grass there's a lot of fake turf out there that people are wondering why their grass isn't growing green but the other person's grass is fake as hell so you can't compare but like I, ooh, like I said we'll talk okay about that. so on that okay. note y'all we gonna wrap it up here because she was <laughs> preaching and we gonna get on out of here before she brings the house down but that should be i think next week's topic that we get into that i think that would be really dope to talk about um so of course i'm gonna tell you guys like usual make sure you are following the instagram page down below where we will post our weekly spill it question although we might have slacked a couple times we're getting better we've been doing good we've been doing good we might we're like a little late posting it so we're gonna try a little harder um but of course sound down below let us know what your thoughts are how do you feel about angles body comfort body positivity self-love we want to hear it all and you guys if youtube is not your thing because you know you can't watch it while you work don't worry we are now on a podcast Yes, we, we are. Listen to you can listen to our beautiful voices all day. All day. We got like 10 episodes stacked already. Like, we do good. We doing good. Yeah. You guys, you can find us at More Than Our Size, More Than My Size, the show, right on Spotify, Apple, um, Anchor, and anywhere basically where there is streaming, you can find us. So support that, whether here or there. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys.